You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. It's time for the Dragon Con Report, a podcast dedicated to help newcomers and veterans prepare for the upcoming annual convention in downtown Atlanta. With interviews, advice, and news from the pros and fans alike, be careful, you never know, you might actually learn something. Howdy, everyone, and welcome to the third episode of the 2022 Dragon Con Report. Uh, we are continuing on our 11th season of covering this con we love so much. I'm your host, Mike Gordon, and it is my pleasure to introduce you to the rest of our station crew, starting, of course, with director Mike Faber. Hi, I'm here. I'm doing technical difficulty stuff. I'll be back. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and we appreciate you, sir. Uh, we also have with us Darren. Hi, everybody. How are you? How are, how are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good. Awesome. I'm, I'm awesome. very zen tonight. Uh, and I hope everybody brought their appetites because we're going to be talking about food. We're going to be talking a lot about food. So, um, yes, you may be hungry. Uh, those people who are watching us or listening to us, uh, on the podcast. Yeah. You might want to eat something because, <laughs> uh, you're going to get quite an appetite after, after we're done. Uh, with this snackage going on. Absolutely. Uh, we also have Jen back with us, of course. Ew. Howdy. How are you? I'm all right. I'm <laughs> st- still trying to get used to this being darker later thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? My it's sleep it. still hasn't adjusted. Yeah. Well, maybe that won't be a thing that we have to adjust to anymore. Who knows, right? But uh, <laughs> fingers crossed. <laughs> fingers crossed from it, Michael. It would be nice. It would be nice. From so. our good friend Michael joining us from the Dragon Con Newbies group. Hey, thank you for having me back. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, welcome back, and welcome to everybody who's watching, everybody who's listening. Uh, we are a proud member of the ESO Network. We have a T Public store filled with all kinds of cool stuff, uh, including a very cool design for the Dragon Con Report podcast. That's us. Uh, there's a link for that in this episode's show notes and at the top of the ESO Network page. Uh, the ESO Network also has a Patreon page, and of course... Uh, as always, thank you, patrons, for all of your support. We really do appreciate you. Uh, you can also help support our show by leaving a review on whatever platform you're watching or listening to us. Uh, there's so many that we're part of. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, Audible.com, YouTube, Facebook, everywhere. Uh, you can also access past episodes at DragonConReport.com. And if you would like to leave direct feedback or comment on the show, uh, you can do so in Facebook right now, or feel free to email us at feedback at dragonconreport.com. Of course, and uh, also we really say, say to our YouTube listeners, too, because we're up there now, too. Woohoo! That's, That's right. right. You could also subscribe awesome. to our YouTube channel, because we'll be putting more and more stuff up there as time goes on. But we're even over the next month, we're going to be posting the DragonCon tours that Darren and I did a couple years back. Up there. Nice. Those are great helps. So um, now, once again, want to make uh, this very clear. Uh, the Dragon Con Report podcast is an unofficial podcast of the con. We are not and never have been officially connected with Dragon Con. 
for all the official news, we strongly recommend checking out the official site and the social media outlets. Okay, that said, all the business is at hand. Let's get started with some news because we actually have news. Um, I want to talk about some of the the, uh, the important dates. Um, a couple of days ago, uh, on the 18th of March, uh, DragonCon membership rates went up. Uh, they went up from uh, 120 to 140. Oof. And I understand that they will be uh, $140 through uh, June 17th. Um, and then uh, pricing after that point and, uh, will be determined and announced prior to June 1st. Uh, also, at the door in single-day memberships will be determined uh, around June 1st as well, uh, at least announced that way. Uh, so, so, yes, if you haven't decided, the, the rates are just going to keep going up. So uh, please Sorry. Uh, get your membership tickets <laughs> as, as soon as you can. Um, a $5 processing fee will be applied to all memberships, of course. And DragonCon memberships are non-refundable and non-transferable. So no matter what happens, uh, you, will, you will be responsible for those. Um, guests and attending pros, uh, the application process is still live. Uh, the performer's application, though, expires uh, or ends on the 31st. So if you are a performer and you are interested in being at DragonCon, performing at DragonCon, get your application in, uh, in like, now. Uh, the new ad vendor's application, uh, th- those ended on the 15th of March, so that's done. Um, and also the art show application ended on the 1st of March, so that's done as well. Um, any word on the DragonCon parade registration? Is that... It's done gone yet. and done. It, must, it is yeah, gone it must, and yeah, done. That's yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. It went still. in, I think, two days, I think, or something like that. Um, I think last time uh, we talked, we met, we mentioned that there was a uh, Hair of the Dragon party on the 26th of February. Um, did anybody go to that or know what happened there? I saw a lot of pictures, really nice pictures, because I guess a lot of photographers were set up. People were in costume. Um, and it looked pretty good. But um, anybody else hear anything cool about that event? Did not go. Um, didn't hear anything about nope. it. Nope. <laughs> everyone had a good time. I hope so. Yeah, did. I hope so. I didn't see anybody complaining. <laughs> I hope there was alcohol involved. <laughs> well, that's a good thing because people will complain. Like sometimes they don't. They're not quick to like say how good something was and how much they enjoyed it. But man, if something went wrong, they will be quick to complain. So. <laughs> And I think there was a, a party after the volunteer meeting as well, if I'm not mistaken. Mm, the halfway to DragonCon right. party. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because uh, one thing about DragonCon is we love our parties. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Any um, excuse to throw down a party. <laughs> and, and, and speaking of the volunteers, uh, the volunteer meeting, yes, the first volunteer <laughs> meeting was held at the Marriott Marquis on the 19th of March. Um, and, um, my understanding is, is that you could stream, you could watch it as well. Um, and, uh, there were some notes, some interesting news that came out of the volunteer meeting. Um, I know that, uh, Jen, you provided me with some, uh, very good notes as to what happened. What was like the big thing that you took away from that meeting? Uh, well, I, I would say the uh, best news I heard was the, they're going to slow ramp up you know back up to pre panini numbers that's very exciting to me that's like 2013 <laughs> so. yes 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 
Uh, you kind of broke up there a little bit, but for those people who can uh, hear her, she uh, right now they were, DragonCon is planning a slow growth back to normal, quote unquote. Um, and What's right now, normal at DragonCon. Right, right there right is now, no such thing as normal at DragonCon. <laughs> right now, they're currently looking at a cap at sixty thousand, which would be twenty thousand more than we had last year. Um, um, and uh, you know, I think that would. I think. Yeah, I mean, obviously, anything that um, allows us to have some room to mm-hmm. move around and shop and, and not wait in as many lines is a good thing, right? Yes, agreed. Now, I don't know um, how close they came to, like, uh, turning people away last year. And so I don't know if that's going to be an issue this year as well. Well, I mean, they turned a lot of people away for not being vaccinated and not taking tests. So, I mean, well, they turned people away. <laughs> that's true. But, I mean, as far as their their goal or their cap of mm-hmm. 40,000, how many people did they, you know, with, did it come to a point where they said, no, we can't take it? I don't think they ever came to a point where they couldn't take any more memberships. I, I didn't hear anything about that. No. No. Mm-hmm. I'm so, sure it would have been quite the storm on the uh, the groups and social media if they yeah, had. The Absolutely. internet would have blown up if right. that was the case. So yeah. so last year they probably so that was uh that was a a goal of they had in mind, but they didn't have to enforce it. Um with everything like that's happening, if everything stays status quo, if they want to keep it at sixty thousand, I feel that they might have to enforce that if they want to just keep it to that level, because I would imagine that a lot of people who were hesitant last year will not be as hesitant this year. Yeah, a lot of the regulations, especially in Georgia, are starting to lighten up. So, like, you know, the masking and everything else is starting to to really go away here, um, pending any further any further variants or outbreaks. Um, so, yeah, I, I fully expect that, you know, if they have a cap in place, there will probably be a lot of people who are, are you know, bouncing against the doors trying to get in and, and won't be able to make it. And and I understand that uh, they have not yet decided uh, or set in stone any protocols as far as um, basically they're just following and la- like last year they're following whatever the CDC decides. So mm-hmm. as the CDC makes decisions going forward, they will adjust accordingly. Uh, but to your point, Mike, I think uh, <laughs> that means that uh, right now there's probably not a lot of protocols going to be in place. Right. Well, and exactly, so, and it's still, you know, I'm sure we'll see people in masks and, you know, you know, still trying to be safe because I know for myself and Judy that we're, you know, we're probably a lot of times when we go out, we're the only ones wearing masks a lot of times mm-hmm. now. Everyone's mm-hmm. forgotten pretty much, hey, you know, it's still out there. Yeah, it's true. Um, I, I, yeah, I mean, it just it depends on state to state how, how most uh, communities are dealing with it. But yes, right here, um, Mike and I were at, actually the three Mikes, all of us were <laughs> at uh, the pandemic con, uh, the pandemic tour, whatever you want to call it, Atlanta comic con uh, over the past weekend. And very uh, few people were wearing masks at all. So I would imagine that's going to pretty much continue on at most conventions this year. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So we're supposed to go to a con in what in two weeks, and pretty much it's gonna be the same thing, I'm sure. Yeah, but again, it's a personal choice for those people who are wearing masks. Uh, I would could I continue to wear my mask when I'm out? 
um, for those people who are uh, more comfortable wearing a mask, they, I mean, they are certainly welcome to do so. Um, what else from the volunteer meeting? Anybody else have any sort well, of um, There's going to be changes to the gaming area. Uh, like, <laughs> <Again>? <laughs> because, uh, you know, the renovations <laughs> they've been doing at America's Mart has uh, pretty much now made it to where the people can't fit into part one or building one. Uh, so they're right now looking at using part of building three. Uh, we don't, we don't know yet what that'll okay. look like. Okay. Uh, but they, they did announce that at the, uh, meeting, uh, as well as that the film festival will be taking a hiatus again this year. Uh, and they have decided mm, that, um, yeah. at the aquarium party, they will no longer be holding the chosen con- costume contest now that's not on hiatus that's just gone because the aquarium has also done renovations oh, wow. and the space that they would have used in the past for that costume contest um no well no longer exists <laughs> yeah <laughs> there'd be whales there sorry so, uh, <laughs> the, the, but uh, they wanted people uh, wanted to make sure people knew that the the Georgia night at the aquarium for Dragon Con will still take place. That's not going anywhere. Um, but mm-hmm. the costume contest will not take place anymore. Yeah, you can still wear yeah, your costume, they, just you're, you know, no, no first place. Yeah, they said they'd like to figure out something else exactly. that they could do uh, to entice the. the, the the costumers or to uh, you know reward the really great outfits they don't know yet what that would look like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes okay. so as, as many things are when you're at the halfway awesome. point <laughs> as yes. many things are even as, as, as many things are the day before the con <laughs> right the day of the con like as, yes it's dragon con right even on the monday of the con things are still tentative yeah <laughs> Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and that's not the con. Right. That's just everything. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, oh, that's interesting. Okay, because, yeah, I've never – do you think – you know, I haven't been to the aquarium party. Is that – I mean, is this going to be an issue, do you think? Is it going to keep uh, people from – I mean, it going? might keep some, but no. like, we did the, the VIP level at last year's party, and there was a – I mean, tables and groups of people were, of course, spread out because of protocols in place, but – uh, I'd say there was still a good turnout. Um, for, mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Doesn't it always um, sell out I, I don't, really quickly? don't yeah, know so. if that's because of the costume or if the costume contest had something to do with that. I know in the years that I've gone that they've had the contest, mm-hmm. there has been a lot of entrants uh, signing up for it. And it, you know, mm-hmm. and it's been right there in the middle of the crowd, which, I mean, to me, it did cause kind of a bottleneck right um, but i think they i think they put a river through it or something or some some part of the <laughs> some part of the new exhibits and and renovations they did but i think it was just something cutting right yeah. through uh where the stage would have been so I mean, but I mean, I'm, I'll, I'll gotcha. go back gotcha. after trying the VIP level. It's... Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go back. <laughs> that food was awesome. For the open bar. The open bar was open too. Yeah, yeah. free food and open bar. 
free food and open bar is a good thing, my friends. Really is. Absolutely. <laughs> but it's interesting. Uh, there's some good eats. Some of the folks What's over up? on the Facebook group, actually, we get some folks already chatting about, you know, Dragon Con and everything, what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. uh, Sarah mm -hmm. Rose actually posted that there is a waiting list out there also for the parade. So if, okay. you, ah. if you do want to try to still get in the parade, there is a waiting list and there's a Google Doc out there for it. Um, so, you know, there's a Google Doc for there's everything. A, so. There's a Google, Google Doc, Doc for, for everything. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will be talking about that more. Oh, yeah. We'll be talking about food and people are starting, you know, ramping up already. Uh, I want to say hey to Jerry Chandler. Uh, of course, Robert Snavely, Renee Cooper, uh, Jennifer yeah, this, Adams. Hello, I'm, I'm is helping to. In there. I'm helping to watch the comments. <laughs> I know. And of course, Sarah Rose. Uh, so yeah, hi everybody who's paying attention and participating yes, over on the Facebook. Thank you for joining group. us. We do appreciate it. So it's pretty awesome. Um, I think um, some of the other news that came out, um, they are planning to uh, do uh, Dragon Con or DC superheroes again. Uh, so they're doing the charity uh, walks. Uh, they're doing, um, I have an event, I guess, uh, scheduled at eight, on April 30th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. to help out at Open Hands. Uh, so you can find out more information about that by going to the Dragon Con website. Um, and there, uh, another event is tentative for May as well. So that's good work that they're doing there. Um, one of the notes that you left for me, Jen, I was like, I, I, Volunteer Village expanding yes. with a satellite location at the so West. So it's for it's, it's, it's for the volunteers. Um, <laughs> it's it's they've had a hub on the the past few years on the tenth floor of the Marriott. Um, that used to be a spot that um, a lot of people were going up there to do group photos and stuff. But it was basically, it was a, it's a pretty mm -hmm. decently sized okay. floor that can get you away from the uh, madness mm -hmm. of Con and, and take a little break. So they started setting up a volunteer village mm -hmm. there. And what it is, is a spot where only volunteers can go in, be away from mm -hmm. the, the public eye of con goers. And they have snacks and uh, drink some cold drinks, sodas, waters, mm -hmm. uh, some places to sit down and uh kind of like close off the noise close out the noise um yeah. it's it's it's, it's a break well the western's a good yeah, place it's for a, that it's a spot to take a break and uh it's been very popular with volunteers volunteers love it and uh you know it's the con is in five hotels so it it makes sense that they would expand to another spot and you know so people have more options and they don't have to you know say you're at the west end you need a break you got to go all the way to the marriott's you know? the so end. now yeah, there's something that's, that's back right. and forth yeah. that people can split amongst two of the hotels yeah it's like a con suite for volunteers mm -hmm. so yeah oh, okay gotcha gotcha very nice very nice i didn't know that existed that's a cool thing mm -hmm. um so that's uh that's pretty awesome and uh um and then uh, the next volunteer meeting is scheduled for July 16th. And uh, as usual, um, and at this stage, every department is in need of volunteers. The volunteer application is active on uh, DragonCon webpage. So if you are interested in finding out more information about how you can volunteer, 
you can also still find the video from uh, last week's uh, volunteer meeting uh, online uh, on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And uh, each each uh, department came up and said how many spots they need, what they're looking for. There, there's a few that only had spots for like one or two people, but most of them were looking for ten or more or a good amount, we're looking for 10 or more. So, and there is a dedicated um, Facebook group yeah. for volunteers, including uh, uh, prospective volunteers. Oh. If they want to chat with people and see what it's like and uh, also find availabilities. Nice. Yeah. We were, we were talking earlier about the price hikes and stuff about with the, uh, the badges, this is a great way to get your membership for the year. You know, you go in, you, the first year, I think it's like 20 bucks, but you put in you know, your time and you've got yourself a badge. And then every year after that is, is on dragon con, as long as you're putting your time. So mm-hmm. it's a great way uh, to get and, back to the con and also get you in the door. And so Renee Cooper I, is I, saying, I totally uh, re- volunteers, be sure to check Eventini, the Eventini website. Yeah. Oh, right, right. Yes, because I think all of that uh, Eventini um, handles all of the volunteers applications as well as the vendor information and all that kind of yep. stuff. Too. That's handy. All in one place. Yep. Mm-hmm. I know, right? Um, mm-hmm. um, okay, so that's everything that came out of the volunteer meeting. Um, you know, we just spoke about uh, the Westin. Uh, I am staying at the Westin uh, this year, and I've stayed at the Westin before. I like staying at the Westin. It is my hotel of choice. Um, so if Westin anyone needs actually... extra space, Mike Gordon has it for you. So the, right. uh, the, uh, the, Party in Gordon's room. The, uh, for those folks who were staying at the Westin, um, the payments, of course, the, the big deposit, the big massive deposit that was going to be taken out of your account uh, or your charge card, whatever uh, what happened on the first uh, or the first week, I believe of March. So, and of course mine was not without drama. So <laughs> uh, everything got straightened away. I do appreciate everybody at the Westin for helping me out and making sure I didn't lose my room. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but I will say as a reminder to people out there, uh do not use debit cards to reserve rooms just oh, don't no 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 uh credit the cards plus on good credit yeah. cards credit cards credit cards credit cards are the way to go if you don't have a credit card work it out with somebody or something but debit cards not a good idea i've not had any really great luck uh using a debit card um because that gets the bank involved and sometimes the bank looks at a, a charge and says, I don't know what this is. We're not going to approve it. And of course, for DragonCon, that means you just lost your room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, not a good thing. So I, I definitely would um, uh, just recommend use a credit card if possible and save out on, save some of that drama for DragonCon, actually, when it happens. <laughs> and um, uh, that that said, this is a great time if you don't have a room now to start uh, pinging those host hotels because those <laughs> those people who couldn't make their deposits they just got canceled. Well, there's a lot of rooms that just opened up, so <laughs> it's true. It's true. I, yeah. They went pretty fast uh, because I could I, I watched them as I was actually on hold trying to negotiate my my current room. Uh, mm-hmm. I found that there was a room open, <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> So, um, so the vultures were circling is what you're saying. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> um, I, I don't know if it was the room that I was negotiating, uh, but uh, <laughs> um, so yes, uh, keep checking with the, the, the hotels uh, because there's, you know, it's possible mm-hmm. for those people who say it's not possible to get a host hotel room. Um, 
between now and Dragon Con. It's not true. Uh, it's it's difficult, <laughs> but not impossible. Uh, so, but yes, uh, dealing with the hotels, I must say, is is my least favorite thing about Dragon mm. Con. I, I I concur. Yeah. So, and uh, I guess uh, enough said about that. The better, but uh, <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so that happened. Um, anybody else have any news, notes, anything? Michael, do you have anything from the newbies group that we should be aware of? Uh, notifications that way? Uh, nothing new. Yeah, we're just watching the uh, the membership schedule and and waiting for any kind of news to pop out. I mean, we're still waiting on uh, on guests. One of the big questions that came up recently was, you know, why hasn't the guest list been updated? It's like, well, they're still working on it. Yeah. Uh, there was a, a big kind of upheaval in, behind the scenes of um you know resorting everything that they're working on because they're taking the time to to go ahead and reformat a lot of stuff so the guests are coming we just don't have them yet and uh, don't panic yes. <laughs> but other than that oh, we're, we're uh, panicking don't worry right. you know <laughs> <laughs> they have uh yeah i noticed that they have announced some attending pros already mm-hmm. um so some people have gotten uh their acceptance for that um but yes uh, i've always found that if you're applying to be a guest um, and you haven't heard anything, it's a good thing because if they don't want you, they tell you right away. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so no news is good news, at least for now. And uh, I'm sure that'll happen probably, you know, probably by the time this airs, <laughs> you know, they'll have that all resolved. So, uh, all right, so that's it for news and notes. Uh, we're going to take a, for those people who are listening, we're going to take a quick break. And uh, we're going to come back and talk about the best we ever ate at Dragon Con. Woohoo! Modern Musicology is a podcast covering topics on rock and pop, ranging mostly from the 70s, 80s, and 90s, with occasional excursions into the 60s and aughts, and even occasionally the 2010s. Anything is fair game. Classic rock, R&B, folk, punk, prog, rap, metal, and way more, with two Americans, one Brit, a ton of fun, and a healthy dose of cynicism. Welcome back. Now it's time to talk about the best we ever ate at Dragon Con. Uh, this is uh, something that we've done. Uh, people might have uh, noticed that we kind of, you know, lifted this idea from um, another show that's on another network. Uh, but um, uh, on on Earth Station One, we periodically talk about a lot of the best food, the best drink we've ever had. And it's a fun discussion. And we realized that we had never done this for Dragon Con. Nope. In fact, I believe it took one of our listeners to point this out <laughs> that we had never done this for Dragon Con. Thank you, so, Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. So, uh, so here we are uh, talking about the best food. Now, let me ask you guys overall, like before we get in the specific groups and the specific meals and such, um, how do you feel overall the food, the quality of the food at Dragon Con around Dragon Con? is is it is it you know decent is it great is it affordable is it you know what do you guys feel about it overall uh jen we'll start with you uh from all the places i've traveled which is, it's especially downtown areas i've been to a lot 
um, it's some of the better, better food, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's how it tastes, how affordable it is. Uh, there's, there's, there's something for everybody. And, and not just like junk food, you have healthy food, you have cheap food, you have fancy food, and, uh, and you're able to find a lot of it almost 24 hours a day, which is sorely lacking in a lot of other downtown areas. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And, you know, there's that age old discussion of, uh, you know, should Dragon Con happen, continue to happen in the, uh, the hotels, or should it be moved to a convention center, right? And uh, I think if it was moved to a convention center, we would lose out on a lot of the opportunities there are to eat. We would be forced to eat, you know, a lot of people would be forced to eat from vendors at the Uh, convention floor rather than actual restaurants. Uh, The one that's great about Dragon Con with all the hotels is that there's a food court area and there are active local restaurants right in that same area. Mm -hmm. And there's like a lot of restaurants that actually stock up with staff and everything. And you can easily hop in an Uber mm-hmm. yeah, and, and sure. like just go a mile or two down the road. And there's a whole other selection of yeah, places. Or, or take Marta up uh, a couple stops and yeah. you're in, you're in Midtown, plenty of restaurants there. If you want to get out of the con bubble for a minute. Exactly. Absolutely. Uh, Mr. Faulkner, what, uh, what about you? What do you think about the food overall, the food cho- options to Dragon Con? You know, I have to look at it in, in uh, two distinct levels. Uh, from the, the overall perspective, I think it's great. Atlanta has a lot of great options. Uh, and, you know, like, like Jen was saying, it goes, it runs the, the spectrum of, you know, cheap to, to fancy. It runs, you know, from, from fast food to really good food, um, you know, and, and, and wholesome kind of food. So, yeah, you got a, you got a ton of options to look at, and it's, it's great in that way. Um, I have the, the unique benefit of uh, having to go out and, and hunt for uh, certain options due to a food allergy that in, in my family um, that is, is rather, um, it's, it's not one of the allergies that a lot of, of restaurants will pay attention to. Uh, so it's kind of tricky to find a place, uh, that will be able to, to serve kind of what we need to, to fulfill that. There's only a couple of places we can go, you know, without any, any fail other places we have to kind of do a lot of research on. Uh, so there is some lacking there where, you know, you just have to be really cautious, you know, about, about if you've got something like that, like an allergy in, in your party that you, you make sure that, you know, they can accommodate you. Uh, but overall, I think it's, it's a good selection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Darren. Um, I, I find the food at Dragon Con pretty pretty standard for Atlanta food that we have around here. The city's known for its food, and it's a it's a bonus thing. I think some of it's decent, and I think some of it is not great. <laughs> um, th- there's there's some stuff that's really good out there, but um, typically the higher price food outside of the hotels is going to be really great. I find some of the meals in the hotels themselves to be grossly overpriced during Dragon Con. I find the food in the America's Mart to be really bad most of the time. And and that's that's just a function of you, you have a trapped audience. Microwave pizza, microwave burrito, fixins, they're good. They'll be fine. It's filler. It's not a meal, as I like to say. Uh, it's not something you're going to sit down and enjoy because there's really no place to sit and enjoy food at America's Mart anyway. So it's like, oh, my God, I'm starving. We've been in the dealer's room for four hours. I need to eat something. Here you go. Um, but yeah, I, I think most of it's pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Um, it, yeah, there, it, there's a couple of hit and miss times. Some places have been really good and then they, they've not been great. But um, for, on the whole, you know, you kind of know what you're getting. 
and that, that's good. It is it is a major challenge at Dragon Con because, as we always say, I mean, there's so much to do twenty four seven that sometimes you forget to eat, mm-hmm. sometimes you forget to make time to hydrate, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And so, a lot of times you're eating uh, with very little time uh, because, like, you just want to, as you said, just want to grab something. Uh, fill up that that <laughs> that stomach, and then just move on to the next. Want to kill the hanger, basically, right. and get, move get on. Get some energy, even if it's short term, um, and and move on. Um, and uh, yeah. So, uh, Mike, Mike Faber, director, sir. Yes. What about you? For me, it's hit or miss. Sometimes there's some amazing food. I sometimes I do miss some of the older restaurants that are no longer in the food court and that you know have gone way of the dodo but you know you have some very consistent places that you know you can go to 24 hours a day but you could also you know go to some of the restaurants that are outside of Peachtree Center and get a decent meal um, sometimes a little bit more affordable than going in Peachtree Center or at the host hotels because it's they do price gouge and they, you know, they raise the menu prices in the main district because they know they can get it because a lot of the people who are coming in from out of town for the con are captive audiences and they don't go, they can't go out. So they get it, you know, how they can. And, but if you walk, you know, a mile, like you guys said, take a Marta, go to the other side of Centennial Park. There's some great restaurants over there and you can, you know, get some really amazing food for not that expensive of a price but also you have mm-hmm. to be careful at night to be able to walk and stuff too mm-hmm. so sure sure well i am not a uh gourmand by any stretch of the imagination uh i am not a foodie um i eat a lot of uh stuff that i probably shouldn't um and uh i i enjoy it so um a lot of times, which I probably shouldn't either. So, so um, I can I can very easily get trapped in into some of the um, uh, junky places, let's say, to eat um, and 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 get my fill of stuff before moving on. So, uh, but there are some I've had some really good dining experiences at Dragon Con, and I definitely want to um, hear about all of yours. So, um, and, and those people who are uh, watching us, you know, uh, please, uh, if you've got places as we go along that you recommend, uh, some great dining experiences that you've had, please share them because we'd like to hear about them and share them with others as well. Um, so, but we're going to start with, of course, the first meal of the day. And I know that's hard to tell Dinner? sometimes. I'm sorry. I, I know that's hard to tell at Dragon Con. I was going exactly to say a late lunch. But... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But but traditionally, the first meal, the quote unquote most important meal of the day, is is breakfast. So um, and uh, there are a lot of options for breakfast. Some of them are better than others. Um, Jen, what what uh, what do you suggest, or what's some of the best breakfasts you've had at Dragon Con? So if I'm eating at Con, um, I either go to Cafe Mobo in Peachtree Center because it's a, you know, pile everything on buffet. In fact, I use them for many meals, every meal that they're open, uh, because, you know, you're being charged by the pound, and I know I'm, I can get vegetables, I can get fruit, 
in the morning, I can get eggs. I, I know I can like cover all my food groups that I need to power me through the day, but it's not like the tastiest. I mean, vegetables are fine. Fruit's fine. But uh, it's like the breakfast that I enjoy getting and like to get more than once is either going to the corner bakery from Hyatt. I think it's across the street from the Hyatt. Yeah, it's across the street. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or uh, hop in the Uber and go to uh, the Thumbs Up Diner. Okay. Thumbs up is good, but you also have to be careful because I think they only take cash there. So I know you have to, they have an ATM for you to use outside of it. So you just have to be careful with that one. Mm, interesting. Interesting. Uh, Darren, well, what about you? What? There, There is more than one location. Okay. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. Very much so. So, so for me, I've got two contenders. If I'm hungover, I, I, <laughs> so, I live, so every day, yeah, every day. <laughs> so I, I live in the Hyatt during Dragon Con. So I will go down to the Hyatt um, little quick service area, and they they have Starbucks coffee there, and I can grab a quick pastry, just something to like power me through the morning. Like if I'm doing an eight a.m. panel for Joe. <laughs> Never again, Joe. Um, sorry. Um, then th that's what I'll do. Otherwise, there is a, a great wraps in the Peachtree uh, Food Court that does a pretty good breakfast scramble: eggs, cheese, sausage, veggies. It, it's quick. It's easy. You get a side of potatoes with it and some caffeine, and you're good for breakfast. It's cheap. It's easy. It's filling. Dairy Queen, I find, usually has a big line for breakfast. So uh, if you go right across that bridge and you're confronted with the Dairy Queen line, just keep going and turn right. And you'll notice that probably the coffee shop right there on your left and Great Wraps is probably not as crowded and not as long of a wait. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, Mr. Faulkner, what about you? Uh, I like to go off the beaten path a little bit for breakfast. Um, during the, the what we call the work week, uh, Thursday and Friday, um, starting about 8 o'clock in the morning, there's a place called the Rising Roll. Um, mm. They're only open mornings and afternoons. Um, they, they primarily serve the, the business crowd that's around the area, but they're not too far from the con. If you're at the if you're on Peachtree Street by the Westin, you go across the street, you're going to go down by the Ritz-Carlton, keep following that just past the Georgia Pacific building, and it's right there. Fantastic breakfast. They have great coffee. Um, it's a good good way to get started in the morning, especially if you want to kind of start away from the, the hubbub a bit and kind of get your bearings. Um, for the, the weekends, this is going to sound, <laughs> sound terrible, uh, but I, I recommend Waffle House. Uh, they are a great allergy friendly place uh, and you still get like a, a, you know, a decent breakfast, actually a lot of food for your, for your money. And I, I like the coffee there as well. And it's, it's quick. So you can, you can pop down there, you know, get a, get a breakfast and get right back to the action. And there's two I, of them around Dragon Con. Mm -hmm. the okay. One. I was just going to ask where they, where they are. Yeah. One's, one's by them. the, one's by the Western uh, head towards Centennial Park. And it's, it's right down there by, uh, uh, Andrew oh, Young International. Man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know where the second one is, though. The second one is... Georgia State. It's down on Cortland, um, mm -hmm. right past... If you keep on walking past the Sheraton, about a block and a half. Oh, that's right. Over on your right. There's actually yeah. a third one. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are Waffle Houses oh, there's, everywhere. There's, there's, I was going to say, there's Waffle <laughs> Houses everywhere. So yeah. if, you're on the, if you go past Centennial Park by the aquarium, 
and there's like um, these Hyatt hotels across from the aquarium. Oh, that's right. There's one in there too. And on the back Mm. side of those hotels is, um, is, is where the uh, other waffle, the third waffle house is. Yeah, get the all-star and that will, that will motor you through dinner. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. Oh yeah. You'll be visiting your friends in the bathroom quite a bit, but that's okay. (laughs) It's good to have a healthy movement. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Director Faber, what about you? A um, couple different places. Um, on usually on if depends on how early we're going, because you know on Thursday and Friday and now Saturday you can go to the secret food court and there's a Dunkin' Donuts in there, mm, and man. and so you can get some you can get Dunkin' and you can get donuts or you can get um, their breakfast sandwiches, which is always easy and it's fairly affordable since it's in an office building and they, they price it for the SunTrust people or sorry, truest people now. And <laughs> they also, we also like going of course to Metro diner is also good for mm-hmm. some kind of breakfast. Mike said the waffle house. Um, but then there's also, we've done a couple times the, uh, buffet they have at the Hyatt for breakfast mm-hmm. and i think it's it's fairly pricey it's like 30 bucks a person or something yeah that's too much for me for breakfast but i do it i do it <laughs> for, even if I do it, it is all you can eat yeah, yeah I, okay once is a special treat yeah sure. once if yeah. you know i basically hook up with some friends there that mm-hmm. you know it's the only time i get to see them during the con or something yeah and mm-hmm. so it's usually like a monday thing right before you know Mary has a breakfast buffet too in Sear and it's just as pricey. Yeah. I've done that once. Exactly. But the great thing, the cool thing with the Hyatt one is you could sit by the windows and, you know, go, Oh, wait a minute. I gotta go take a picture of that costume. Gotta go get back (laughs) (laughs) and everything, which is pretty darn awesome. But yeah, there's some, Mm -hmm. some decent places for breakfast, but Waffle House is a go-to anytime. Sure. Sure. Um, For me, breakfast is the one thing that I don't uh, usually eat out. Um, because we're, uh, because I'm local, I have the, uh, uh, advantage of, I'm staying at the hotel, but I can bring a lot of groceries. So I usually bring like, you know, uh, croissants or, um, bananas or fruit. So that, uh, that's usually what I, cause usually, um, I don't have, I don't allow myself a lot of time between when I get up and when I have to be at my table. So, uh, so usually it's like whatever the fastest thing I can, I can get. Um, and usually it's at my room to just get and, and go with, uh, sometimes it's an energy bar. Sometimes it's like a granola bar whatever. Um, but I will say that last year, uh, last year, um, uh, DJ spider actually posted a picture of something that she had uh, for breakfast and it really, um, uh, wowed me. Um, and so I had to try it. It's an island sandwich at Benny's Cuban, which is in the food court. Um, and it was spectacular. Like, it was amazing. Um, the island sandwich is smoked ham, pepper jack cheese, tomato, mixed greens, uh, and pickles. Um, with a little bit of garlic, I think, on there, too. You had so, until um, tomatoes. It's okay. <laughs> um, it, it's really simple. I'm sure you can get it custom. Because, yeah, they do make it fresh. Uh, and they have a lot of other <laughs> breakfast options as well. They have omelets and... Cuban eggs and they even have chicken and waffles, by the way. Yeah. Uh, so uh so Benny's uh Cuba Cubano 
uh, is a place that I recommend. For that's on the that second hallway down towards walking towards the CD. Yes, yeah, it's down yeah, where yeah, where, where subways yeah. and Moe's used to be. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, you have to make your way around the huge line for chicken biscuits at <laughs> well, the place we don't mention. Can we talk about the worst food we've ever had? <laughs> so, um, uh, but yeah, I, I definitely. Um, I uh, have uh, that is my uh, that is my new go to breakfast place but awesome. now my my go to breakfast sandwich that's awesome I'll have to try that this year um we do Absolutely. have a couple comments up on facebook cool okay renee cooper um stock uh basically said the Sheraton also has a breakfast bar about thirty bucks at their upstairs restaurant that's uh, super um, quiet too it is an amazing yeah. place just to get away. Not a exactly. lot of people know about that restaurant. They they see the the like the quick serve sandwich shop there. Yep. And they ignore the restaurant. That restaurant's actually my favorite of all the hotel restaurants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple people saying a lot of them stock up on breakfast food and they just eat in their room. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. and, yeah. You know, what, I think what, what I but last year we actually even brought our Keurig with us down to the uh, to the to our room, and you know we just had coffee and you know and had bagels mm-hmm. and stuff like that at the room and you know sometimes we bring it's... a ton of groceries with us yeah, I, uh, but that's the I, plus I of it. actually being local like you said mike exactly right i saw someone said that they bring their uh a george farming grill to use in the hotel room yeah? and they just grill up uh, little panini panini sandwiches the mm-hmm. air dryer probably pulls more electricity so it should be <laughs> <laughs> see we fly in but we're able to get uh fresh fruits and and snacks to keep in the room. The problem is we never eat them. And this has <laughs> happened every year for a decade. Oh, yeah. We go home with almost as many snacks as we started out with. And you're like, how did that happen, right? Yeah, because we just, <laughs> we end up choosing to, to eat out of the room. But although, like, if we go to Cafe Momo, we just bring it back to the room and eat there. Yeah, you know? exactly. But, mm-hmm. we, yeah, we the only time we eat the food in our room is at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning when everyone But that's is... when you want it, right? <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing worse, and this is why I bring a big, a big first aid kit, too. There is nothing worse than being in your room and being hungry, and there's nothing to eat but your roommates. <laughs> And then, and then now you're now you're doing a cannibalism movie. I was going to say, room. well, yeah, that was going to happen. Yeah, it's, <laughs> you know. it's always three o'clock in the morning. Baby Bell cheese wheels and chocolate chip cookies. Yep. <laughs> and if you get sick, you want to have that stuff in the room. You don't want to have to go downstairs and wait in a long line at CVS for right. like diarrhea medication or Trust three a.m. Seen- How far of a walk is it to? to the metro diner or you know right exactly exactly (laughs) and they're doing karaoke oh yes 24 hours a day 24 hours a day baby oh any way you want it that's the way you need it exactly (laughs) any any other ideas or suggestions on breakfast um so uh carrie willerall um bring your own cereal for saturday morning cartoons Mm -hmm. Oh, that's, right, that's a right. good idea. Shout out yeah. to yes. Joe Crow. You can get those little bitty boxes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I remember a growing carton up with of milk those. and uh, like a half pint of milk or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Nesquik. Box of cereal. Ooh, Nesquik. <laughs> and I know, I know in the chat, some people are talking about, uh, you know, hotel-based credit cards earlier, you know, getting those, uh, those points that everyone's looking for. Um, don't overlook your hotels, uh, you know, suites or whatever they've got for, for certain status, like gold or platinum or whatever if you're that high up you know those places are usually stocked up too for like yogurts and fruits and everything else you can probably pop up there really quick and grab something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
you want to spend that much for a yogurt, sure. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, at a certain point, I'm like $5 for a Snickers bar. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what was it? I had a panel at like 10 a.m. over at the Hilton and down at the Pritchard room. And so Judy said, oh, I'll go get breakfast. And she went to that little, you know walk-up cafe thing they have up there on the in the hilton and she came back and there was like uh with like two bananas a yogurt like a yogurt parfait and two coffees and it was like 35 bucks yep. it was just like mm-hmm. so you got to be careful with that folks you really got to be careful with that yeah absolutely absolutely um all right so let's move on to second meal uh not second breakfast I'm sure a lot of people um, uh, enjoy second breakfast. Uh, let's do lunch. Um, so with lunch, we're looking for something. I don't know. I don't want to say light, but you know, something to uh, to mark off the halfway point because you never know how late it's going to be that you're going to have dinner, right? So, so lunch is at seven p.m. Lunch could be at seven. Yes, lunch can be <laughs> yes. Um, uh, so, uh, Mike Faulkner, we're going to start with you. What uh, what's the good lunch recommendation for? All right, so I'm going to take you back off campus again because that's what I do. Uh, kind of same direction as as the the rising roll, but once you get down to where you can see it's, it's Woodruff Park in that area. Uh, take a quick right. And I think it's called Broad Street. Head down toward Five Points. So you're going to be in the Georgia State University area. That place is flooded with great restaurants. You're going to find everything from like Jersey Mike's to, and Quiznos all the way up to like mom and pop pho shops. Like a noodle bowl in the middle of the afternoon is, is perfect. Um, yeah, there's there's stuff to be, to be found everywhere in there. I'll give you the caveat though: you've left Dragon Con's campus, so you know keep an eye on on like your wallet and your phone and stuff, because um, it's you're now outside of the kind of safe zone. Uh, but it's really worth it for for something that is a little harder to find at Dragon Con. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, because so yes, there are of course a lot of sandwich options, you know, Subway, Firehouse, etc. Um, at, uh, at inside the food court. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's interesting that there's, uh, cause mom and pop places, if you can go, usually that's the places that you want to seek out. Yeah. And if you're off the, you know, if off the beaten path a little bit, hopefully it'll be more affordable. Yeah. Right? These, these places down on Broad Street are, are pretty affordable. And I know that there's usually a pretty big line at the, uh, the pho shop. So I know that they're, <laughs> they're well trafficked that it's, it's <laughs> worth the line. <laughs> It really is. Absolutely. And it's so good, too. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Darren, what about you? What, uh, what's a... uh, lunch for me is um, catch, just catch can. I try to do the sushi place at least once for lunch. The, <laughs> the issue with the sushi place is that line gets really long, and if it's backed up into the height, that's too long of a line for me because I, I'm on the move. I got things to do, places to go, people see. So um, if that's out, then I'll probably hit Firehouse Subs if I'm in the food court because it typically doesn't have that long of a line, and it's pretty decent, freshly made subs, um, kind of like a public sub if you have that nearby. That's kind of what I would do. Um, I try to avoid the really, you know, like hardcore fast food for, for lunch, because I don't want that grease sitting on my stomach the rest of the day. Um, so I try to avoid dairy queen and that kind of stuff at this point in the day. Um, if I'm with friends and we're off the cycle, meaning we're not eating lunch at noon, we're eating lunch at like three, then we might go to Metro and see what the line is like. Because uh, everyone likes to eat lunch at noon. Everyone likes to eat dinner at six. So if you can manage to eat off cycle, during Dragon Con, you will probably encounter less of a line to have an easier time of getting a table um, in your favorite places. 
Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, absolutely. I actually, I, I don't mind a, uh, a firehouse sub as well. Um, last year they were crazy there, but I don't know what the, um, I would definitely go, go firehouse over subway. Uh, yeah. Me, oh yeah. Probably better quality. Uh, yeah. Me personally, but, um, uh, but yeah. Uh, Jen, what about you? What, uh, what do you recommend for lunch? Uh, if I'm eating uh, in the in the center or a peach tree, I'm typically well. At least last year, I eat at Salada because you know we it's a place I eat at home often. So if I want to have my lunch be healthy, that's where it's going to be. If the line is not long at Aviva, I'll pick it. I'll p- hop in there. Um, but I, I really prefer to do the opposite of a light lunch and go like a mile and a half down the road to the Vortex. Ah, like that yes. way, if I am not able to eat uh, dinner until late, very late, then I have gorged myself at lunch. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the vortex will fill you up. Uh, yeah. Even yeah. even the light options on the menu, there's they're such filling. a huge uh, serving. You know, so it's like if I'm going to pay downtown prices, at least I know I'm getting a bang for my buck, yeah, and then I can get a half decent mixed cocktail with it as well. Yep. The, the Vortex is one of my favorite places to eat in Atlanta. It was on my list for fancy or best. <laughs> yeah. I, I use fancy in quotes. Seriously. Agreed. Because it's not fancy, but it is some of the best food near the, the con bubble for the price that you can get. And I would say, you know, if we're talking about like specific foods like burgers, I think yeah. the Vortex has the best burger that you're going to get around Dragon Con. Oh, God, yeah. I agree completely with that. Yeah, I, I wouldn't buy a burger anywhere, <laughs> but Vortex. <laughs> like, like, like if, if you're walking through the hotels and they've got the little stand set up with the hamburgers and the hot dogs, do not don't no, do no. that. I, don't I will do say that. that last year I did get a burger from the Westin Room Service, um, and it was pretty tasty. I I don't usually get room service, but I treated myself last year, mm-hmm. and that burger was pretty good. Well, I think room uh, and how much did you pay for that? Than, yeah, uh, way, way more than I would have paid probably at the Vortex. Mean, exactly. Mean, meanwhile, <laughs> I, I was... could afford to get in an Uber and go to Vortex and then come yeah. back. Meanwhile, I was at a pinch between panels, you know, and I was hungry in the middle of the day and it was the Marriott. So, yeah, I just I, I got one of those Marriott burgers and mistakes were made. <laughs> yeah, yep. errors occurred after that. <laughs> Yeah, I think the the quality of the food, like downstairs in the lobby or whatever, is a lot different than if you're ordering room service. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. It is. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Miller someone says versus if someone meal. says yeah. if someone says they had a burger at the West End or the burger, whatever. Like, yeah, be specific. Like, is it room <laughs> service or is it like Did you just go to the, the sit down restaurant at the West End and have it? It was it the Sundial? Absolutely. Or was it outside in the parking area? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A parking lot burger, yum! You know it. <laughs> you know it. I'm surprised Good they times. have. I'm surprised they don't. I guess there's not a lot of space. Well, they they you know it'd be cool to figure out some space to have some uh, food trucks. You know, for Dragon Con. Well, there sure. are there are food trucks. Time. There are food trucks are by there? the Sheraton. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. They're a little I was pricey. surprised. I'm like, man, they would they would make money hand over fist. Yeah. Right? They, they know what they're asking for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They did make money hand over fist. There was a line while we were waiting for registration last year. Yeah, perfectly placed. Mm-hmm. So. Mike, what about what's a lunchtime uh, recommendation for you? Um, for me, there's a couple different places. I go the same area where um, Mr. Mike goes um, off campus, and there's a great pokey um, place over there called the Pokey Spot. 
and it is awesome. And it is amazing food. Is that um, really off campus? Yeah, kind of, sort of. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. It's next door to the Westin, right? Yeah, it's still <laughs> off campus, but. Well, once you walk past the West End, South Drop Campus. Exactly. That's the border. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Exactly. That's My hotel is considered. The into the West End block. That's the border. Once you cross that, you know, you're in DMZ. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> also, um, Metro Diner is always a good, if you oh, yeah. go, go off hours, like Darren said. Also, um, Sarah, Sarah Rose and I both agree Gus's Fried Chicken is great for lunch because it's not as crowded as it is for dinner and they I have, have yet to try them uh, um, every time i go by there it, the line is out the door the, lo- so, yeah, the line's out the door there. and so is the attitude of the servers so it's you know, <laughs> so. in a good way mm, so anyway oh, okay yes. <laughs> so, um what you guys still uh, yeah i'll just um, second that because that was my pick is Gus's. I mean, uh, it, if I want something quick, you know, that's food court stuff, get it and go back to the table or have someone bring it to me at my table. But if I have time to have a nice lunch, um, Gus's is really good for those people who are out of town and want like the Southern chicken experience or whatever. Gus's is pretty much the closest I think or you'll get at around Dragon Dog. Yeah, it's true. It is true hot chicken because it's based. It's based out of Memphis, and it's, yeah, it's not like it's not. Yeah, it's not a Georgia run business, but no, it, it's, it's southern. Yeah, it's total southern. So, I recommend that. Um, so there's a couple different places, and there's another sushi place go, that I go to sometimes called Pacific Rim, which is pretty decent, and that's over. Do they have mechs there. Um, <laughs> of course they do. Okay, sweet. It's yeah, also right cares. by. Uh, Big Kahuna Burger too. Is it is it is it kaiju sushi? Like it's- of course, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're, you're required to eat your meals in pairs. <laughs> yeah, but I, you know, a lot of times if I can, I go away from the food court and stuff. I don't try to go through there. It's just like people eating people. You know, it's really gross. <laughs> I try to get the food and leave the food court and go back to the hotel room to eat because mm. it's quiet there. So. That's very true. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, any other lunch picks from folks uh, watching? Um, a couple people um, that have said their specific rim. That was Sarah Rose. Uh, Sheraton Food Trucks by uh, Carrie Weddle. Um, then you also have um, Amafi Pizza is one of Sharon Clute's favorites. And what so, now, where, where, where is, is that? that? Amafi Pizza is right outside across from uh the food court on andrew young it's right above the red uh phone box the cigar bar okay and everything and it's pretty decent i've i've got hit or miss with amafi pizza we've gone there for dinners and we've had some of the worst service ever and we've had the manager apologizing to us and stuff they've run out of food and you know very limited menus but we've also gone there and had amazing dinners too during dragon con there's a lot of places that if you go to them not uh, not around dragon con not during dragon con they're great when you go to them at dragon con they're not so good yeah, exactly. Um, and, and and I think that was a problem we found. Speaking of pizza, um, you know, 
I love Mellow Mushroom Pizza. It's probably one of the better pizza places around in that area. Um, and yet, when we've gone there, it's been horrible. Like not the food, the service. The service. service is awful. The yeah. yeah, the service is is is. is yeah, I was at the metro one day, and there was a sign behind the register that said, uh, "This date to this date, you will not have this day off." Yeah. <laughs> It was, it was, you know, they got all those signs back there for the staff to read. I'm bored because we're waiting on a table. I'm reading everything. I'm like, oh, lay down the law. Yes, indeed. Also keep but in I've mind, always had good service there, so I can't complain. Uh, yeah. Also keep in mind, though, that if you do go, quote, unquote, off campus, there are other events happening in the downtown area, particularly uh, because the, uh, what is it called? The uh, It's not the Peach Bowl, but it's like the... The Chick-fil-A Bowl, right? Chick-fil-A kickoff game. Kick exactly. game. Kick that off weekend. So there's a lot of like college football fans, right? So and black gay pride. Um, if they're going, so like, yeah, most of them are. You know, so Hooters is going to be packed, right? So you know that. You notice no be, one mentioned Hooters. Right. It's just not a place that, we yeah. go. Right. Um, and and same with uh, Hard Rock, yeah, right? Because that's Rock probably is always packed. That's oh, going to yeah. be packed as well. But also things like Mellow Mushroom get really packed because that's a sort of a crossover place, I think. Well, because it's a couple – it's like five blocks from Dragon It's like in Pass. the middle, right? Yeah. It's in that middle ground. Because it's over uh, by the highway. Like, exactly. So, so, yeah, keep in mind that you know, the closer you yeah. get to that side of Atlanta, um, you might be contending with a different kind of right. uh, crowd. Uh, also, Jerry, I... oh, Go ahead, Jen. I, was like, I found it's best to save the uh, off-site trips to eat or even shopping to either do them uh, on the weekdays, like Thursday through Friday, or Saturday morning when the parade is happening. Mm-hmm. Ah, mm. uh, uh, on the regular time on Saturdays and Sundays or Friday nights, then it's just best to stick around, stick in the area that you can walk to. Oh, yeah. Oh, for, as far as lines and stuff go. Very much so. Yeah, my, my trick is uh, during the parade, get up, hit uh, hit the Hyatt Starbucks, grab the Starbucks, grab a pastry, get across that street before the parade hits, yeah. and oh, head to the dealer's room. That's yeah. when I do my shopping while everybody's watching the parade and being oh, in yeah. the parade. Or you're going to be stuck on the other side. Yeah, you'll be stuck on the other side, and you won't be able to get across. Or I go mm-hmm. to the uh, puppetry museum. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That too. Mm-hmm. That's true. Nice. Um, Jerry Chandler actually wrote uh, lunch and dinner where you have time and, or the desire to go outside of Dragon Con. There's the outside. The, there's the Dragon Con out of the Dragon Con footprint. Yes, he put it. There's Twin Smokers Barbecue and uh, Der Bar Garden. Um, Beer Garden. Beer Garden. Beer Garden. It is a amazing German restaurant that's mm-hmm. over by the aquarium, and it's pretty oh, amazing. Wow. Also by the aquarium, uh, Carrie Weddle says Quan's Korean Deli is really good. Yes, it is. Mm. Yep. Mm. So wow. that sounds good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm learning a bunch of new places. <laughs> it's it's, nice. it's a bit of a hike from Dragon Con, but it's it's well worth it. Yeah, get your your walking shoes on, basically. So I mean, everyone should be walking now in preparation for <laughs> Con. Anyway, so there's that. True. True, true. true enough. True um, enough. All right, so any more lunch ideas? Uh, we're good? Well, we're good yeah. for lunch? Okay. There's, let's you know, a little hole-in-wall to... places. Just find them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's move on to uh, dinner. And this can be fancy dinner. Um, this could be a, uh, you know, a high-priced dinner um, or just something that's a, a meal with substance, a lot more substance than we're getting, obviously, with some of the other things. 
um, that you can just sit down, maybe communicate with folks and have a, have a nice meal. Um, and uh, let's see, let's go with Darren first for dinner. <laughs> metro, Metro, Metro. That's, <laughs> that's my dinner place. Um, if, if it is, and you know, my dinner is usually, and my schedule is weird. So go back to the hotel room, take a disco nap, get up around seven, get ready for the night, leave the hotel room around eight. So we're going to go to dinner at eight. So it's, it's later than most people like to eat dinner. Most people have already had their food or have left the con at that point, but we're just getting started for the evening's festivity. So we go to Metro and we can have breakfast for dinner. Oh, sure. I think they, just they, like, they, just they, like Wanda the menus are, don't change, right? So you can get no, whatever, yeah, you can, you can get, get whatever you want to all day long. Exactly. So you, no matter how many people are in your group, there's going to be something on that menu that anyone will want to have. So that solves the problem of, do you want pizza? No, I want Chinese. And that argument could take an hour. So, you know, <laughs> rather go somewhere where everyone can get something that they will like. The more people you have, the more difficult it can be. Yes. Right? And it's fairly affordable, too. I mean, you can have alcohol there. They have they have drinks. They have desserts and things. Um, it's just as expensive as you want it. I would say the place I would not go is, is Traders over in uh, the Hilton because during Dragon Con, their service is awful. Like for sit-down dinner, their service is awful. I we went uh, there once, and uh, they said, "Oh, it's going to be it's going to be an hour before we can seat you." I'm like, "Okay, well, the bar was very busy, so we thought they had a packed house back there." When they finally came to get us, they had three tables that had people at them mm-hmm. in their whole restaurant. Wow! They, uh, wow! And of course, we got the we got the the fixed price menu that I think was fifty bucks. No choices. You're getting an appetizer. You're getting an entree. You're getting bad ice cream as dessert or whatever that was it it was like oh okay so this isn't as good as i thought it was gonna be today okay we won't do this again so i'll tell you what if uh we had recorded this two years ago i would completely agree with you mm-hmm. um but well, this was a while ago so if i'm wrong yeah. i'm wrong so tell but, me i'm wrong please. but i will say um i think two three years ago uh, uh, trader vix has new management is under new management Okay, I will try it again and, then. And and let me tell you, the service, the food, the drinks, everything was much better. Much Sweet. better. It was a much better experience for me. I mean, Trader Vic's is one of my favorite places to eat on the planet. My favorite places to eat, my favorite places to drink on the planet. So I'm never going to not recommend Trader Vic's. Although I used to not recommend it during Dragon Con because... A, the drinks, especially the Mai Tais, were watered down, mm-hmm. and B, the service was horrible because uh, yeah. they were bringing a lot of people in. They had no idea what they were doing. Their menus were restricted <laughs> and limited, um, and it was just not a great experience. It wasn't the Trader Vic's experience that I felt like, you know. All right, I'm, I'm going to – I will commit now to trying them then this year, but and we'll see how it goes. I, I, I definitely recommend them uh, – uh, based on um the last time i was there which uh, i don't think i actually made it there last year but you know two years ago or three years Mm -hmm. ago whatever it was um i was i was amazed um is it a little overpriced yeah maybe um but i think i think it's personally it's worth it it's it's something i like to splurge in and i know jen probably has some thoughts about trader vix as well (laughs) can she remember them (laughs) <laughs> uh, yes. Too many so, Mai Tais. Wow, really, Darren? I'm, I'm gonna 
gonna, I'm gonna uh, give out my secret here about Trader Vic's. Uh-oh. Is I we do dinner there either first 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 thing they open either Wednesday or Thursday, and we make our reservation like five months in advance. Yeah. Uh, and we've we've done it every year, like almost the entire over decade I've been going. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I've popped in to Trader Vic's during actual con days. Yeah, it's nothing like what what is we're getting for service for food for drinks on the wednesdays and thursdays for one you have the full menu to order from both the bar menu and the food menu uh and it's just they they'll be busy but they're not as busy as they're they're gonna be it's always our Mm -hmm. meal to so that for us is like okay con has started we're at trader vicks for dinner and drinks on welcome home wednesday um but, but during con, uh, I pop over to the red phone booth because they, they are serving some dishes. Some of it, it's coming from Amalfi, um, but my God, it's some of the best, like best charcuterie boards I've ever had. Some of the best burrata cheese I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the drinks and the food at the red phone booth are, are both top notch. And mm-hmm. yes, Where's it's that? pricier, but you... Your drinks are going to give you a buzz, uh, and you're getting what you paid for. It, so, so it, to me, it's worth it. It's over on uh, Andrew Boulevard, over by the uh, Red Cross from Tin Lizzie's. Oh, okay, gotcha. Go to get in on a Thursday, unless you're a member of, of the uh, uh, DragonCon Cigar Group, and then you have you know RSVP'd for their event because we kind of all pack in there uh um there because you literally are walk, walking in a phone booth with a yeah. with a wow. phone, with a phone number <laughs> interesting that sounds that sounds interesting i've not heard of that place well, it's pretty cool looking uh, uh director favor what about you well i'll second what jen was saying because i don't go to the red phone booth but i do go to amalfi's which is right mm-hmm. upstairs from the red phone booth. And you could actually smell the cigars in there most of the <laughs> time. So it's like, ah, yep, they need a better ventilation system. So, but um, it's always good to go there. Um, I also have gone, you know, last year we actually drove off campus and we went to this amazing Mexican restaurant with some friends. It's called Nomas Cantina. And, oh, Nomas, yes. Yes. And it's um, south of the uh, stadium. And it's mm-hmm. like a 10-minute drive from the hotels. And it is amazing Mexican food. And it's nice to get away from the crowds and just sit there and go, quiet, mellow, big drinks that are cheap. And it's it's pretty <laughs> awesome. It's, it's pretty amazing stuff. Um, I, I do miss that Mexican place that was in uh, the food court area. Yeah, I do too. Because um, we used to do the ESO dinners there for a couple years, and so those are always it's it was always a nice place to go. Um, then of course we've you know for dinners we've also you know splurged and we've didn't done rays in the past, um, but you know I think it's overpriced. And speaking of overpriced, there's also of course the sundial, which is. Mm. On top of the you're Westin. Pay, you're paying for the view. Of course you are. Mm-hmm. 
And that's, you know, you're, you're not going to get out of there for under 70, 75 bucks at the, at the minimum. If you're, and if you're drinking, you know, it's even more so. And, but it, and it's kind of sad though, because they used to, it used to rotate, but they've stopped that. And so mm -hmm. you just, wherever you sit, you get the view. You're still 76 floors up, but you know, it's still pretty, you know, it's still pretty amazing and everything. So, you know, those are a few of the different places. Um, also, you know, dinners, you know, just usually a social thing and it's getting together with friends and stuff, you know, like, oh, and trying to find the least crowded place so you don't have to wait. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's usually kind of crazy. You know, uh, where I have, I have a panel at ends at seven, but I got to be back here for a 10 o'clock panel, you know? And so, that, and that's when you do fast food dinner because yeah. that's what you have time for. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's when you don't, don't have time to wait for, you know, an hour for a table. You need to like, is Dairy Queen open? Okay, let's go. So, but yeah, there are, there are restaurants that are worth taking the time to mm -hmm. go to if you can. Right. And uh, um, uh, Mr. Faulkner, what about you? What uh, what's one that you recommend? Well, I, I think Jen mentioned it earlier. Uh, Aviva by Camille is, is one of our kind of go to places. And we uh, will reserve that for later in the afternoon or into the early evening. Um, and and some I think last year, last con we went to down there, uh, we did like two or three trips to Aviva because it's, it's one of the the tastiest places. And it's also safe for my wife to eat at. Um, <laughs> So it's it's amazing place to be. The the owner is right there, you know, in in the trenches, if you will, with with his staff and and put things together and greets everybody as they come in. Um, we actually took it out into the um, the Peachtree Center Plaza, you know, just outside because it was a nice night and would would hang out with a few friends out there and get the social aspect. Uh, so definitely, if you're looking for something quick and and tasty, it's a good place to go. Um, I think usually during Dragon Con, I'll try to get at least one trip into one of the hotel restaurants. I know they're expensive and, and they're, you know, they are what they are, but like high velocity or sear, or even like the Hilton restaurant, you know, just pop in. If I have time to sit down with some friends and just have a great social event with them, uh, over a you know, semi-decent meal. Mm -hmm. Um, if I you have it, oh, go ahead, Mike. Oh, no, I was gonna say, I used to love going to the buffet at the Hilton and you know because mm -hmm. each night was something different they changed out the, the buffet every night yeah. and you know one night was an italian night one night was a, a like heavy meat night and you know it was pretty cool stuff but then when they started the dj in the lobby of the hilton oh yes yes it kind of <laughs> or what would you like to <laughs> yo 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 dragon go well but now the dj's on the patio so but you can still hear him in the <laughs> oh, not as bad it is not as bad i know i'm a grumpy old man leave me alone get off my lawn man. and and each of the uh, like oh. Each of the hotel restaurants also does something, you know, kind of unique for, for whatever their identity is that year. Um, I, I know, like, last year someone told me that the Cosmic Burger was not all it was cracked up to be. Uh, but, like, a couple of years, I think it was 2019, uh, there was the TIE Fighter, uh, Crash TIE Fighter uh, dessert or whatever it was. And that was that was pretty decent. So it's kind of just figure out whatever ever novelty item you want to go for and just go for it. Have, have the experience with a good meal. Um, Marriott carpet cake. Yay. <laughs> Everybody's munching the carpet. <laughs> um, if you do wow. have the opportunity on Wednesday or Thursday, I would recommend this. It's a bit of a trip. 
but and you don't want to do it during the normal convention when you're going to be missing panels but if you go two stops up on um on marta i think it's the arts center uh near the fox theater and take a, a, a short i think it's like a five or ten minute walk you'll end up at mary max tea room and in southern kitchen um it's a historic site in atlanta you, sir you have your directions mixed up do i yeah mary max is down on ponce yeah like almost directly across from where the Krispy Kreme burned down yeah okay. but you, so you, I, know, you, I know exactly where mary max tea room could, is you, yeah, but you, you can if, walk that from the con yeah but you could also yeah, get off could. at the art center and yeah, yeah. Uh, no north avenue north avenue north north that's north right north avenue north 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 Ave, you're right we've we've walked there from the fox before so it's no it's, yeah if yeah. you go to art center you can go to the varsity yeah <laughs> no <laughs> it's north avenue too but it's, it's yeah. I'm, I'm getting yeah. you all maps everyone's getting a map that's it yes christmas is you, taking get you get a map <laughs> you get a map <laughs> this uh, whole zoom calls getting a map Regardless, uh, open your GPS I, app and get yourself there. No, um, <laughs> take an Uber. If, if you're looking for a good southern southern uh, experience, basically, like they have all sorts of great southern meals there. It's a, it's a historic site for uh, for the Atlanta area, and they have plenty of room to sit down with your friends and stuff. It, it'll take a while because it is a sit down experience. Um, but if you want to gather some friends up and go for a good social time. Uh, I do recommend going there, no matter how you get there or what map you follow. <laughs> Touche. It is, it is good, authentic Southern food. Yeah. I will say that. Yes. Awesome. It's awesome. An, enough to any, harden your arteries. It's perfect. That's right. Totally. Any, uh, uh, any comments from uh, our viewers? Oh, tons, actually. <laughs> oh, do we have. I was going, Michael ain't from around here. Right, he? right. <laughs> uh, Sarah Rose wrote, I had horrible service with a uh, group last year at Trader Vic's. Was forgotten several times. Took three hours to get through it. They tried also to steal twenty dollars from me on top of that ch- on the check. Wow! Ouch. Wow! That's that, not good. No, That's not good. Nope. Um, Carrie Waddle po- uh, posted Truva, also cuts or raise uh, for sit down or more f- or more fancy food, and then Tin Lizzie's is for casual. And mm-hmm. t- Tin Lizzie's is a local chain here in atlanta and it's you know it's decent but it's what you you know it's yeah. it's good casual mexican so mm-hmm. i did cuts one year i thought it was okay i didn't think it was like i'm not a big steak eater so i'm, I'm probably not the audience for that restaurant but i thought it was okay i didn't think it was like time to write home about it you know that kind uh, of thing um but if you love steak yeah you yeah. should go and try it also the aj's ag steakhouse in the ritz carlton for dinner it was pricey but awesome and he said you need to make a reservation though or they will make you sit in the bar even if there are tables available wow <laughs> wow that's snobby <laughs> yeah well it's the ritz, it's what the ritz. yeah it's the ritz <laughs> so but yeah it's kind of interesting that you know some of the the places that they've been naming are pretty awesome. I love how nobody's mentioned Wahlburger or anything like that. <laughs> no. Filler. I, I, I've I've Filler. heard I've heard story, horror stories about that place already. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's pretty cool stuff. But yeah, that's what we got yeah, I, so far. I think it's yeah, I think it's fine if you're going to go like to a hotel, spend mm-hmm. the thirty five bucks on a meal or whatever. Just know that budget for it ahead of time obviously. oh good, yes very much you know, so uh, make make it an event moment and that it sometimes gets hard to do that because you just got the uh the schedule like three days before 
but the, so right. it's hard to get everyone together. That's why I never wind up doing something fancy because none of my friends are always all together at the same time. Right. <laughs> that that restaurant, the Russian one that was on top of the Hilton, is that no longer there? Nikolai's Roof, I think yeah. it's there, but it's hardly ever open during it's, con. Oh no, it's open. It's just oh, not it? good. Uh, they, oh, okay, thank they, you. A few years ago. Oh, they decided to move the really popular karaoke group up there, and it's a nightmare dealing with that, trying to make it like this popular thing with having karaoke. The drinks were some of the worst drinks I've had anywhere ever in my life. Uh, the service was horrible because the people up there were not prepared for the craziness of the karaoke crowd. And uh, last year, if I remember correctly, they made it to where it was for the executive level people only and wow. tried to turn it into an arcade. <laughs> what? Yeah. So it sounds like they don't know what they're doing with it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, it's like, yeah, move move karaoke back downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> wow Plug Which, the well, I, and again they didn't do it last year yeah totally. <laughs> but uh yeah i'm i think at least three years the the karaoke was up there and yeah every year it's just like the drinks got worse trying to get a drink got worse dealing with the one elevator got worse there's there's nothing about that place to recommend in my okay in, in my opinion all right fair enough um <laughs> It's like, I, right. can't, I can't recommend the, the Hyatt main lobby bar on the main floor because I sat there for 25 minutes and it was Monday night and it wasn't that busy and we didn't get served. We went to the Metro. Really? Yeah. We walked out, we walked away because it's like we've been here 20 minutes waiting for someone to come into our table. No one's coming. Oh, we Maybe will. they were short staffed that night, but Metro, we got seated in 10 minutes and had food on our table in another 10. We, we may do another episode. Stay tuned. We may do an episode called The Worst We Ever Ate at Dragon. But uh, this, what about the this, stuff we didn't this, get a chance to eat at This Dragon is Con? the best. So <laughs> we're going to move on from dinner. And uh, all right. So this category is desserts, sweets, snacks, uh, late night treats, uh, late night grub, um, all that sort of thing in mind. Uh, what, uh, what place do you recommend? Uh, we'll start with you, Mr. Faber. Well, for, I don't usually do a lot of desserts at Dragon Con. You know, Metro Diner has some amazing, you know, desserts because they get their stuff, of course, from Alpine Bakery. And yeah, they have the, they have those cakes. Yeah, mm -hmm. basically, it's a it's a food you know orgy. You know, when you look at it, and it's just like oh, it sings to you. It's pretty awesome. And then you just like want to dive in and just eat everything, which is pretty cool. But um, the couple the couple times we have done dessert at late night, it's always Dairy Queen for us. You know, Dairy Queen is like. Judy's like, I must have a banana split now. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> and it's like, wow, I didn't know I was married to Zool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Dairy Queen is pretty popular, uh, very popular. And I I have uh, stopped by there many times to get a little blizzard myself. So, mm -hmm. But, yeah, and, uh, you know, it's mostly drinking. It's not deserting. <laughs> so. True. True. So, but apple pie uh, can be a, a nice thing. Um, <laughs> Hi. Yeah, but I've done the uh, alcoholic um, ice cream they have in the Hilton. Also, mm. it's called uh, Daddy O'Brien's, and 
Oh, oh yes, I'm familiar with that. It is pretty tasty. Yes. Yeah, they have a place um, up around here somewhere, an actual mm-hmm. location, but then they have like a little stand, right? Yeah, I made a mistake once. Uh, they have a couple stands in the hotel, and I made the mistake once of ha- letting William have a couple bites of it. And <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize it, but how strong it was going to be. <laughs> Father of the year, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's Dragon Con. It's Dragon Con. It's Dragon Con. So... Uh, and, you know, if he wasn't getting it directly, it'd be a contact thing, right? So, True. Oh, God, yes. Uh, you can get contact drunk, contact high, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jen, what about you? What's a uh, place that you like to get snacks at? So if, I, if I'm going to eat, for late night for me, it's going to be after 11. Um, so if I'm not going to snack on all the various munchies in my hotel room, it's pretty much just Metro Diner. Because mm-hmm. if I want fries, I can get the fries. If I want the cake, I can get the cake. Or if I just want to eat breakfast, second breakfast later that night, I can get my <laughs> pancakes at eleven o'clock or midnight. <laughs> that's Two, uh, three. That's right. For, and I know after I eat there, I'm gonna pass out. Yep. Sleep hard. And that that is what I want from my late night snacking or or eating a full meal as often ends up being the case there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Faulkner, uh, we talked about the uh, the specialty uh, desserts at the hotels has become an event kind of thing. Along with, I don't know if they're still doing them because because time and and pandemics are weird. Um, but they used to also do like specialty type drinks, um, like the Sonic Screwdriver at the Westin and and a couple of other items. Um, I do need to try Daddy O'Brien's now. I've been staring at that for a couple of years. So now, now that it's been endorsed, <laughs> I need to, to jump into that pool. I, I second that as well. Uh, it has the Mike Faber seal of approval. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't think it's, I don't think that's available late night, though. Right. But no. I think it's uh, mainly available throughout the day. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I'm also with Mike on, you know, especially with some of the, the late night panels that I, I attend and sometimes sometimes end up moderating. Um, I'll grab a blizzard just on, on the run. I'm not much of a, a, a dessert kind of guy at the con, but I'll, I'll definitely, you know, like, okay, I'm passing, passing this on the way to the Marriott. I'm going to grab one and go. <laughs> so Yeah, your choices late night are really limited. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if it's not uh Metro, it's uh Dairy Queen. If it's not Dairy Queen, it's CVS. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So <laughs> hey, CVS has been in Jerry's. So CVS was my choice for late night snacks. <laughs> well, there you go. They've <laughs> got all the convenience store foods that you could possibly want. You can go in, grab something lines typically not long at night. So you're in and you're out and you're back at your room or whatever, just chilling out. I would love to sit there and eat a pint of ice cream in, in the Hilton lobby. Like I owned the place, you know what I mean? That'd be fine with me right next to the DJ. Um, and I don't care that I got it from CVS. Screw that. You know, there, there <laughs> is, there is the infamous lobby pizzas on every floor uh, at no. the Marriott. It's just, no. that oh, should no, always be no. your last, last, last resort. Last resort. <laughs> After gnawing <laughs> off your own leg. Thank you. <laughs> After drinking a jug of Darren's apple pie, maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> it might actually that, taste that's, decent. That's, that's impaired judgment at that point, <laughs> sir. <laughs> I, I definitely concur. And, and you know, uh, I give credit to the, the folks who run CVS. They are very mm-hmm. much prepared. They bring a lot of people. 
their line might look long, but you'll get out of it. Yeah, it moves really quickly and they're not right. price gouging you. Yeah, exactly. Just be prepared for a mile long receipt. So it's okay. Yeah, yeah that's and, fine. And, yeah, you got coupons it, for and, tomorrow. Right. Yay. And, and do yourself a favor. Get yourself a CVS card because it'll come in handy too. Just that weekend it will. Just know, so. guys, if you buy any makeup at CVS because you have a cosplay emergency, you will get coupons for feminine hygiene products later. <laughs> It has happened to me year after year after year. Right now, I think I've got $5 off of any uh, $25 Maybelline purchase I want to make. <laughs> so time to stock up on eyeliner for the con. <laughs> um, all right. Any other uh, tips? Anybody, uh, any comments about uh, oh, yeah. snacking? Sarah, treats? Sarah Rose wrote the carpet cake at the Marriott Velocity Bar. Mm-hmm. Um, folks, um, oh, for Mike Gordon, um, the, uh, Daddy O'Brien's is, they have two locations in the Hilton, but they also do have their restaurant is up in Swami. Yes. So, so yeah. So, um, Hyatt Lobby Market is pretty good for late night eats, open 24 hours. They have sandwiches, flatbreads, mac and cheese, etc. They have ice cream, and they will heat it, heat it up for you, anything up for you, except for the ice cream, in the oven behind the counter. You pay a premium for that, though. So they, they might the want their ice cream, cream though. They yeah. <laughs> might want to drink the ice cream. Come on. Is, is that a premium for everything or just the heated ice cream? I think they heated ice cream. Heated ice cream they, is a They big are pretty special. good at that. I, I like that little Hyatt uh, corner cafe. It's by the uh, hidden stairs to go upstairs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to wait on the elevator. Exactly. It's pretty cool stuff, folks. And, yep. you know, it's it's interesting, too, because there are, you know, some dessert places. Um, again, if you want, you know, something late night, like Metro or always Waffle House, too. So. I, I, I gotta ask because I've never gone and I, I I see them every year because they do a pretty good job at decorating them. But there's that one place in the, in the uh, food court that always has like the huge large cookies that they decorate for Dragon Con. Uh, I think they closed. Like, their cookie factory is no longer there. Yeah, yeah, oh. it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. They closed like, that's because, like that's two or three years ago. It. It's your yeah, fault, I, Mike Gordon. I have gotten cookies from them before, though. They're good. They're good. Yeah, it was the Great American Cookie Factory. Yeah, it's the same in every mall they're at. Yeah, so it's not like it was a like out of the way treat or something. Yeah, I didn't even I didn't even know it was called. I just would look in the window and see the decorated cookies. At their last words as they closed the doors were Mike Gordon never came out to get a giant cookie. <laughs> we were waiting for him. Uh, yeah. Oh well, my bad. Yep. My bad. All right, uh, Sarah so, Rose uh, actually put they closed uh, a couple years ago. Also, R.I.P. Uh, Panberries. That's too. that's a loss. That really is. Panberries was was good. Yeah, there's a lot of places that are not there anymore, um, unfortunately. And uh, who knows what? I don't know what's changed this year, so we won't know. I guess for a little while, uh, but we'll try to investigate that and mm. and figure out what's new. Uh, but things are always moving around there and, and moving and, and closing and opening. So, um, all right. So uh, we're going to finish the evening with probably one of the most popular things at Dragon Con, which is drinks, right? <laughs> um, so now, despite the fact that I'm into tiki stuff and I, and I really like uh, some, a good Mai Tai and whatnot, uh, I'm going to like go in a completely different direction here. 
because another thing I really appreciate is, uh, and when I think of drinks, uh, I think of like a, um, I like to frequent like Irish pubs, right? Um, and they have, well, there's Meehan's, right? Which is fine. Meehan's Public House, it's a chain. Uh, but there's also um, uh, Gibney's, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I like, the thing I like about Gibney's is that it's right there in the food court. And yet it seems like nobody, like everybody walks by it. Nobody really knows, like nobody knows it's there. Um, but I always appreciate a place where I can go and get a perfectly poured pint. Um, which, you know, instead of just being handed a Guinness from a bottle or a can, um, you know, they actually know how to pour one. And, um, and that says a lot about them. And uh, I, I, I almost always go there at some point during the weekend. Uh, I will go there and, and, and enjoy. Uh, and usually for a meal, too. The, the pub food is not bad there either. But really, um, you know, just for a straight up Guinness, uh, that's, that's the place I recommend. So, um, all right, uh, Jen, we'll go with you. I, I, I imagine your list is long. No, just three. Um, so uh, <laughs> as of last year, because normally I would say don't bother trying to get a drink at Trader Vic's once con starts. Yeah. Um, but as of last year, they opened up a, a smaller bar on their outdoor patio, and you were able to enter it from the street instead of having to deal with taking the elevator down, you know, going in the front entrance of the restaurant. And some of the drinks were big batch like they usually do during con weekend but they were so much stronger than they Mm. have ever been i mean Mm. we were all looking at each other funny after two mai tais just and they were all like (laughs) this is stronger right that's like this has to be stronger uh so if they set up the patio again like yes but again get there right when they're opening like at 5 36 when they when they just get the bar ready I don't know how it is later. I'm always there early because I have a right. problem. Uh, <laughs> can I can I also suggest too though, um, and this is certainly true of Trader Vic's in my experience and most bars, right? Be friendly with your bartender. Oh yeah, because mm-hmm. the friendlier you are with the bartender, the more you can connect with your bartender, the better and the stronger the drinks are going to be. I think, uh, yeah. Right? Also, and and uh, for that very reason, I will often pay for my first rounds whether I'm going to open our tab or not, so that they can mm-hmm. see that, yes, I am going to tip you. Nice. You That's know, a good call. Yeah. Uh, but uh, besides uh, the, the Trader Rick's patio, um, the Hilton bar, in my opinion, makes some of the better drinks out of any of the lobby bars. Uh, it's also because I've, it's probably, well, it's possible, probably because I've gotten to know the bartenders because it's for somehow the same bartenders every year in the whole decade I've been going. And they remember me the same as I remember them. So even if they're doing, cause they do still do the theme drinks in their lobby. Cause Hilton now is like, we're going to be the coolest lobby. We're going to decorate, pick a theme every year. You know, we're better than all the other hotels. Uh, so <laughs> and even, they're one of the original hotels. Yeah. They're like a, a an OH, right? An original hotel. Yes. That's right. <laughs> so even when uh, something I want is not on the theme for that, that year. I can go to those bartenders and be like, hey, remember this drink from two years ago? Had this? Yeah, yeah, I'll make that for you. Uh, And I'd say average price for a hotel bar, which um, I know I'm going to pay more at a hotel bar, but as long as I can taste that it's a a well-made drink and not watered down, then I'm going to keep coming back. Or even at the the, right next to the bar, they have frozen Kraken and Cokes. Hell 
Yes, please give me a crack. <laughs> yes, I love Kraken. Yes, I will yes. take a frozen Kraken Coke any day, uh, and I will pay eight bucks for it. I'm okay in your little wine plastic glass sized glass. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and then also um, red phone booth. They 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 know what they're doing, making cocktails there. And and this is like if you're a fan of like drinks from around prohibition area the 50s 60s uh that is what you're going to find here at, at the phone booth uh cool you're gonna yeah well-made old fashions uh good french 75s like that's your it's your classic cocktail bar and you're paying a premium but i've never had a bad drink there sounds awesome, awesome. yeah very much so uh mr faber we'll go with you next Apple pie. There's nothing else. <laughs> Boom. I, I, I definitely second your apple pie. And 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 for those people who don't know about apple pie. Um, apple pie is two different varieties. There's my variety, which is very easy to drink, very goes down very nicely and screws you up really badly after, you know, one or two drinks of it. Um, then there's Darren's. Here which, we go. Here we which, go. Which will basically kill you <laughs> with two sips, and it, it 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 it's awesome, you know. App, and there's an apple pie appreciation society of Dragon Con, and you can find any kind of pie there. Um, there's just not apple pie. Mike Faulkner and I have talked about it. There's so many different types of pie there. Now you mm-hmm. can get and you know and there's people who are pie snobs oh it has to be in a glass bottle because you know that's the most purest form of apple pie oh you have yours in a plastic jug why would you do that to the apple pie because mine will go through glass that's (laughs) it'll burn (laughs) through the glass yeah but not but to be fair not all pie is created equal that's that true. is very true. Yeah, I'm not a fan pie, of the Everclear ones. Pie is a unofficial official drink of DragonCon, I think, uh, but it is not like officially sold anywhere. Yeah. So it's not like you can go to a bar, go to a restaurant, or whatever, and get an apple pie. Apple pie is something you get from someone. Do not get apple pie from someone you don't know. No, oh, make, no, make, no, make, no, no, make, no. Make friends. Yes. Now, now, not you, new friends. You, you <laughs> all know Mike Faber. I don't know if he's on your screen over here, but or not. But, um, but you all know Mike Faber, so you can go to Mike Faber, and you know he'll set you up with some apple pie. But yeah, be um, nice to me. Buy don't me a, take, yeah. don't, don't take pie from strangers. No, or do me, not. Apparently, I'll say, hey, Jen, <laughs> or, or, or Darren. Don't 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 do what Jen does. And then after a few drinks with a buzz, somebody walks up and is like, "Here, you want some?" And you start drinking after people you don't really know. No. Like you've met them, but you're drinking after people who are in your in group the, in the before times. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or buy here, try this. Yeah, it's like, oh, now no. I'd say thank you. Also, sometimes if people offer you a shot, it might. Oh yeah, never taking a shot. Yeah, yeah. be careful taking alcohol from strangers. Truthfully, folks, you got to be Absolutely. careful with that. I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, or, it should be a no-brainer, but especially with yeah. Apple Pie because you can't get it anywhere else. You have to get it from somebody yeah. uh, there. And, and do it so, from a yeah, trusted just, source, you know. Absolutely. And, and you know, and I bring – your pie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I usually bring at least almost like 20 bottles down with me. And usually – and they're gone by the end of the weekend. So that's – and it's not me who drinks all of it either. You know, I have people coming up to me at the con. Hey, Faber, do you have any of your apple pie? You know, or, you know, it's like, oh, hi, Mary. Hi, I Mike know. Faulkner. <laughs> hi, Mr. Gordon. Yes, yes. I'll sneak you a bottle. Don't worry. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. You're going to let me into this brave? Sure. Here's a bottle of pie. Already, you know. When you're already with you. Exactly. When you're... I, meanwhile, I bring my pie to to Mike's room for a party, and for for thirty minutes, it was a great party. And then everyone went to sleep. It was crazy exactly. <laughs> it, was, it was like impressive. I was like, "Wow!" No, 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 no. We didn't go to sleep. We blacked out. There's a difference. <laughs> Look, they're resting. It's so it's so peaceful in here. It's so lovely. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, all right. Uh, other than apple pie, uh, Mr. Faulkner? Uh, yeah, I was going to say, if I'm, if I'm not uh, sampling Faber's apple pie or carrying my own either apple or pumpkin pie, um, I will go either to the Hilton or the, the Weston uh, lobby bars. So the Weston usually has some good themed drinks, and they, they've been pretty good quality. Uh, the Hilton was actually really good a couple of years back. We uh, had a party together. We were in a, a semi-quiet area away from the, the loud DJ and we just send a couple of people over occasionally, like, we all need refills. Get your turn. And we'd send them out. <laughs> um, but no, the, the, those two uh, lobby bars are usually pretty good. I do know that uh, the, uh, the Weston bar is usually the bar that the writers hang out mm-hmm. with, a lot of uh, writers. So uh, first of all, if you're interested in writers, that's a good place to go and, and mingle with uh, a network there with a lot of other writers. But, you know, writers... Mingle, not pick up. That's right. Uh, Yeah, right. Right. Um, um, Writers are usually a boozy bunch. So, you know, they might not be picky, but they know what works. (laughs) So, (laughs) touche, touche. Absolutely. Um, But yeah, that's a, a good, good place as well yeah it used to be buckets of rum were the big thing at the hyatt but they just so started they so started being way too expensive and they've gotten smaller and smaller and they've also been watered down watered down yeah and i I know jen jen has her guy Jen has her yeah, guy. We know all about it. There's a secret to it, but I'm not, I'm not giving away the secret. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> not going to happen. But this, I do get buckets every day. But I also, I go to one person for them, and I also bring my own flask to refill them. The, so, the, the secret for everyone else is to go home with your own bucket. Look it up on Google. It's called a voodoo bucket. Make your own. <laughs> Yeah. It was quite a popular yeah. um, game night when it, we actually made the voodoo punch. It was it's, pretty awesome. It's not, it's not made the – yeah, they don't get as a voodoo bucket anymore. I mean, I think it's pretty well established that you're either getting orange or red Kool-Aid uh, yeah. with lots of ice it's, and it's some It's Kool-Aid and some with rum. ice and some rum. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. But there used and to be the, actual real fruit juice in it. Yeah. Years ago. Back, it, it's got that, uh, it's got that ago. chemical taste in it. It's like, oh, this is Kool-Aid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why did I pay like 10 bucks for a bucket full of Kool-Aid? 
you know so mm, oh whatever. yeah a bucket comes burst a big bucket comes bursting through the wall yeah, exactly. oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah um maybe they did so, yes. put alcohol in this after all yeah that the the buckets of rum became a thing and they were like an official thing of a dragon con for a little while but uh yeah sadly uh well this is what happens when something becomes really popular is people try to uh oh everyone's gonna buy it anyway so let's cheapen it mm-hmm. and that's what happens and that's what they did so we need to stop getting the buckets of rum well <laughs> also i mean uh, to be fair too that except for um, jen and her guy because this secret guy well i also happened. have made a lid for it it has become a very handy carry this around con with my own drink in it that i make mm-hmm. in my room i have a lid with a hole for a straw so i get my one bucket like yeah. the first day and i just fill it up room hooch yep. got it yeah. room hooch. that's what the i other... do i room hooch it yeah the other the other thing about the buckets too is that because it became so popular um so popular much like the Mai Tai in Trader Vic's, they had to pre-make a lot and, and have huge vats of it instead of making them fresh. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, it's going to be um, watered down. It's going to be um, not as... Unless you get the end of the bucket. Unless you get the bottom of the bucket. Right? <laughs> and, and good but, luck. What, what, we like to call, what we like to call the happy bottom, yeah. right? Yes. <laughs> now, Darren knows that one well. <laughs> I know a few, sir. I know a few. <laughs> right, and I promise right, you, I will never water down my apple pie. So it'll be never. Close. Neither will I. Never. Uh, Darren, never, ever. other than your toxic pie, hey, uh, what, what hey. else do you recommend? Uh, I, I, I room hooch. We bring a whole bunch of stuff and we make drinks in our room and. We carry flasks pretty much everywhere we go because we find a lot of the drinks out there are overpriced and and not strong. Mm-hmm. That's what we mm-hmm. do. It's actually because we're local, we can do that. It's cheaper for us to do it that way than it is to uh, spend thirty, forty bucks a day getting getting drinks that don't even get us buzzed. So, oh, and f- and folks who think about buying alcohol at the con, like no, go, to the, go to the liquor no. store that's right across from the Sheraton. Oh, that place is gouged. such gouge. Will be gouged. Mm-hmm. Yep, you, you have to go yeah. out of the bubble to do the shopping. Take it, take back to your room. That's yeah, that's where you need to take an Uber. Mm-hmm. You want liquor? Yeah. Take take the liquor mm-hmm. away. But don't that's ask okay. me because I can't find my way around Atlanta. Mike Mike we, Faulkner has trouble finding his way home half the time, so it's okay. Uh, <laughs> I think the place we go to is called Charlie's or Charlie's Two or something like that. Does that sound familiar to anybody? No, since I'm not head, local, that it does not exist. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you have an emergency, there are like some places nearby. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you if you're like dying for Fireball, <laughs> you know, you can find a yeah. place. There's, you know, um, Sarah Rose actually in the Facebook group says she goes to Greens over on Ponce. Yeah. Which is a really Greens is good. good. Yep. Tower is good. Yep. Greens, I think, is closer than Tower. I think so. Uh, Tower also. is bigger than Greens. Yep. So it just depends upon how fancy you're going to get while you're at the con. Exactly. I think. So but we, yeah. we buy mixers, we buy, we buy alcohol, and we put it in the room, and it is there for five days, and whatever's left over, I take home. Mm-hmm. That's how I make the pie next year. And folks, <laughs> and if, say, if you are going, little word of advice, if you are going away from the bubble, um, of Dragon Con, be ver- especially if you're going to try find a liquor store, be very careful about some of the neighborhoods you go to. Mm-hmm. Also, absolutely. So, just you know, word of advice. 
Um, Greens is also, on Ponce. Yeah. And uh, uh, Tower, I think, is up on Lindbergh. I, I think Lindbergh's probably the safer neighborhood. Oh, very um, much so. Just in that, that little area. Uh, but it's further away. So you're going to pay more for an Uber there and back. Yeah. And, uh, and safer is relative. So. Yeah. You're in a city. How safe can you be? You're in a city. So. <laughs> Uh, there are, um, a couple of other tiki bars in the Atlanta area. Um, uh, and also I would recommend to, if you're really into tiki drinks and mixology, uh, I would definitely recommend being part of the Atlanta tiki revival, uh, Facebook group because, uh, they always know where the best rums are, where to get them, uh, all other ingredients as well. Um, they're great mixologists that hang out there. And a lot of them come to Dragon Con and a lot of them, uh, you know, participate or host, uh, you know, drinking events there. So uh, check them out as well uh, if you want to try some pretty exotic stuff there. Cool. Also, the uh, History Track also does a cocktail panel. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. That's new, isn't it? Uh, The past few years, at least, it's kind of like a history of cocktails type of thing. Prohibition era cocktails. And uh, gotcha. you, you, they talk about the cocktails, but then you also get to sample them. Ooh, well, that's cool. All right. So, Cocktail, uh, my three favorite words. <laughs> so, uh, um, I think we've reached the end of our um, meal, so to speak. Um, and, uh, man, we've got a lot of nice choices here, a lot of great choices. A lot of great recommendations from those people out there watching. And and if you're listening to this or if you're watching this later on, please don't stop the conversation. Please let us know if there's a place that we missed out on that you want to get the word out about. Uh, please reach out to us because we'll we'll cover this again. Or um, in some ways, we will also um, you know mention uh, certain places as well. We always like hearing from our viewers and listeners. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I think we've covered a lot of ground here as far as uh, best places to eat and and drink. Oh yeah, actually, let's um, put something up in our Facebook group um, or on the Facebook page actually, and let's um, you know do a post and let's see what people who couldn't join in tonight and everything post. And share, and maybe in a couple episodes, we'll come back and share some of the new places that people have done. That's a good idea. That's a good, good idea. We will we will check that out. So look at that. Uh, look at our Facebook page for more information on that. So yes. Um, and so for now, we will draw a close to the third episode of the 2022 Dragon Con Report. Big shout out to our station crew. Thanks again, Michael, for joining us from the Newbies Group. Yeah, absolutely, it's my pleasure to be here. And and where can people go to find out more about uh, newbies information? Uh, if you search Dragon Con newbies on Facebook, you're looking for the group, not the page. We have both, but the the group is the the active community. Um, we will let you in if you answer the questions, and uh, we will welcome you to be there because uh, we've got a, a whole bunch of newbies just like just like uh, yourself, and a whole lot of veterans as well who are there to help you answer the questions and um, to help your first Dragon Con experience be one of the best con experiences you've ever had. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and it's a good way to uh, also meet people before you actually get a chance to meet people. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, so if you're going by yourself, you can actually uh, look forward to actually hook, uh, meeting. Uh, I was going to say hooking up, right? You but, said uh, hooking up. I did. Uh-huh, I was say, uh-huh, uh-huh. All right. Not, not that kind I'm of group. 
I'm, mo- I'm moving on from that. I'm moving on from that. So uh, uh, thank you again, Jen, for uh, contributing as well. Frozen? She's yes. frozen. She's Elsa. Yeah. Uh, it's like, wait, wait. I'm going to have my. Am I back? Let me know when I'm back. You're back. You're back. <laughs> You're back now. I was just saying, I am going to have these connection issues figured out. It's <laughs> driving me nuts. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll work on that. We'll work on that for sure. But, uh, um, and also, um, you know, the uh, Facebook page or group for your uh, Dragon Con parties, right? Dragon Con parties, meetups, and more. We tell you about. Um, official and unofficial con time and uh, during the year people can also share events and we will definitely have links to um, all that in our show notes Uh, Darren once again thank you sir thank you for having me sir absolutely anything you want to plug uh, I talk about Legion of Superheroes on Legion of Substitute Podcasters.com, bringing you all the DC Comics goodness. And, you know, we occasionally do some uh, LGBTQ uh, film theory on ESO as part of the Rainbow Room. And I think our next movie is going to take us deep into the South. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, speaking, of, speaking of food, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Speaking of food, it doesn't, it's hog boiling time. It doesn't have Uncle Remus in it, I promise. No, it does not. No, no, not at all. So we are definitely looking forward to that. And of course, thank you, Director Faber, for which none of this would be possible. I'm the only one who's going gray here, you know, trying to push all the buttons and keep everyone (laughs) going and making sure Facebook uh, is going at the same time. With the added video feature, I know it's a little bit more work for you. So thank you for uh, uh, taking care of us uh, visually and audio wise. Oh, dude, we've got to get Jen's audio worked out because, you know, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's fun doing a podcast, but I didn't really want to do one with Max Headroom, so it's okay. <laughs> I, lo- I loved how she said, you know, parties and more. <laughs> 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 how many O's are in that? That's how do you spell that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's, what, that's why we have links. So, um, and again, uh, special thanks to all of our listeners, viewers, fans, friends, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, however you're listening or watching to us, we really do appreciate you. Uh, we try to cover all we can with these specials, but please, to keep up with the latest news, check out the official DragonCon website, all their social media outlets. Um, all the fan tracks are available on Facebook as well and various other social media Please uh, join um, up with one of those and be involved. Uh, They are taking volunteers as well. Uh, They're always looking for help. Um, We are a proud member of the ESO Network. We have a T Public store filled with all kinds of cool stuff, including a very cool design for the Dragon Con Report podcast. Uh, There's a link for that in uh, the show notes, as well as on the top of the ESOnetwork.com page. Um, And, of course, we have a Patreon page. Anything exciting going on over for our patrons, Mike? Not right now. It's pretty boring right okay. now. Right, you know. fine, fine. But subscribe uh, anyway. You do, get, <laughs> you do get access to uh, all of our um, uh, Dragon Con Report podcasts early, um, as well as um, uh, Earth Station One and Earth Station Who. Those you get early as well. And some bonus content uh, that uh, I, Mike and I are happy to uh, participate in and, and contribute as well. So of thank course. you, patrons, for your support. 
Uh, you can also help support our show by leaving us a review on whatever platform you're watching us or listening to us on. Um, there's so many, I'm not going to name them all here, but you can access past episodes on dragonconreport.com. And if you would like to leave us feedback, uh, comment on the show, please visit our Facebook page or just email us at feedback at dragonconreport.com. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Um, I'm We're your host, up on Gordon, YouTube also. We're up on YouTube also. It has also, also been uh, my We're pleasure. We're up on YouTube uh, also. <laughs> Um, I guess we're, is, are we on, are we on YouTube? Are yes, we, we are. are. Is that, did I, did I hear that? Wow. I heard that from somewhere. Wow. Uh, wow. Uh, <laughs> as always, it's been my pleasure. Take care, stay safe, and we'll see you at the con. Peace. And we're done. Thank you guys. <laughs>